Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you're listening to House of Cards. Today, the game is different. On a gamble, gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Welcome to House of Cards. Dave Weishelder with you here, deep from the swamps of Jersey. we got a great show coming up for you. Phil Mickelson is one of the most controversial athletes in the sports world today. Controversies seem to follow Mickelson throughout his career, up to and including a couple of weeks ago when he pulled out of the PGA Championship because of his remarks about the Saudi Golf League. Well, he made those comments to the author of an explosive new book entitled Phil, a rip-roaring and unauthorized biography of golf's most colorful superstar, written by Alan Shipnuck. This book is making news all around the country, and coming up, we are going to talk to the author himself, Alan Shipnuck. His new book documents the incredible career of Phil Mickelson, from his controversial statements to his gambling debts, and including an insider trading situation Mickelson found himself in. Coming up, I'm talking with the author, Alan Shipnuck. So stick around. We'll be right back with House of Cards. Hey, this is Dave Weishadol from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of August 21st, 2023. BetMGM, MGM Resorts, and Borgata in Atlantic City announced the launch of Dual Play Roulette. In collaboration with Evolution Gaming, this game allows the players at the physical table in the casino and online players to participate in the same roulette game. If they're in New Jersey, online players can access the game either through BetMGM or the Borgata Casino apps. This is the first Evolution Dual Play game at an MGM property in North America. Caesars Casino Michigan is now Caesars Palace Casino Michigan. The name change is part of Caesars Entertainment effort to ramp up their online casino platform and make it distinct from the Casino Sportsbook app, which features a much smaller online casino platform. The new Caesars Palace Casino has an expanded gaming library and also a direct connection to the Caesars Rewards program. Caesars plans to make this move in all six states that it has an online casino platform. And finally, the American Gaming Association announced their Gaming Hall of Fame Class of 2023. This year's inductees are Bill Anatubby, Governor of the Chickasaw Nation, Robert Myodunsky, former CEO of American Gaming Systems, Jim Murren, former CEO of MGM Resorts International, and Ellen Whittemore, Executive Vice President, General Counsel, and Secretary of Wynn Resorts. Congratulations to all the inductees this year. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HSC Radio. You're listening to the House of Cards. Whoa! I think we got a show. Oh, yeah, we got a show. We definitely got a show. Oh, yeah, there's a show. Hey, it's all about ratings, baby, and we got them. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. When it comes to colorful athletes, Phil Mickelson has to be at the top of the list. Seems like Mickelson combines incredible talent on the links with a knack for finding controversy at every stage of his career. And an incredible new book documents his rise to one of the greatest and one of the most controversial athletes in the last few decades. The book is called Phil, a rip-roaring and unauthorized biography of golf's most colorful superstar. And in the last couple of weeks, it has gotten a lot of attention. And we are lucky to have the author Alan Shipnuck with us to talk about it. Alan, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, guys. 
Uh, first off, congratulations. It's an amazing book. I really enjoyed reading it. And, 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 and you're a journalist covering golf in the PGA for a long time, and you saw up close the rise of Phil Mickelson. And in the book, you actually said it was a project 20 years in the making. What prompted you to write the book at this time? What did you come, when did you come to the decision that this would be the right time to tell the Phil Mickelson story? Yeah, my first year covering the PGA Tour was 1994, and that mm-hmm. was Phil's second full season. So I've been tracking him pretty much the entirety of his, of his, of his professional career. And I've always been drawn to Phil. You know, he's such a charismatic mm-hmm. performer, and uh, he's also got a he's a great interview. He has a very sharp needle. He's, has, he's very smart. Probably not quite as smart as he thinks he is, but, yeah. <laughs> you know, he got has an opinion on everything. Yeah. And, uh so I've always been, and I've, and more than any other sort of modern golf superstar, he's, you saw the value in reporters and, and kind of mm-hmm. let them in. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've been lucky to see Phil in a lot of different settings and, um, I just had a lot of material squirreled away, I guess you could say. And, but it was really when COVID hit and I was, I wasn't traveling. There was, you know, there was no access for reporters at PG tour events and just said, you know, this would be a hell of a time to work on a book. And so I started making phone calls and just, uh, everyone else was home and bored as well. So I was able to get an incredible number of, of golfers and um, caddies and agents and other people on the phone. And in a pretty compressed period of time, I'm, I'm just made a tremendous amount of progress. So that, you know, it's, it's always been percolating, but it was really COVID that got me, mm-hmm. got me motivated. Now, Mickelson is a person that's always in the news. I'm a golf fan, and it seems like I'm I'm either reading or hearing about him in some kind of way. However, I never knew about the environment he grew up in. I mean, family was and is very important to him, and it seems like he had a very special relationship with his father, and especially his grandfather. I know he presented the 18th hole flags to his grandfather after all of his wins, which didn't make a future caddy of his very happy, which is a great story in the book. But how did they influence Mickelson growing up? Yeah, I mean, that was actually fun for me because, like I said, I kind of picked up Phil once he was fully formed, you know, as a, as a young adult. And so to go back and trace uh, all the history of, you know, this, this patriarch, Al Santos, his, his grandfather, who was mm-hmm. a Pebble Beach caddy and a fisherman and really lived the, the immigrant dream of, 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 of becoming sort of this extremely successful entrepreneur and taking care of his family. And, uh, and you know, it was Al played a lot of golf with Phil when, when he was a, he's a little boy and that was a special relationship. And, you know, it's kind of become this, this piece of folklore that, that Phil's dad built this backyard putting green for him. And, uh, when, when he was, when Phil was nine years old and that's really how he, he mastered the short game was just endless repetition by himself in the backyard. And sometimes in these, these competitions against his dad. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it was, it was neat to bring all that to life. And even the San Diego junior golf scene was so vibrant, you know, it, it just obviously the weather's perfect year, yeah. year round, but more than that, there's there's just a really committed group of, of volunteers and adults who poured their life into creating this uh, this infrastructure. And so many great players have come out of San Diego, and so Phil was chasing some of their ghosts, and he had some contemporaries who were really great players, and then he, he inspired a whole generation behind them. But, um, but so yeah, so getting into all that old stuff was really fun. Like in the chapter about you know, I don't think there's any doubt that Phil's the greatest college golfer of all time, sure, and. Sure. That the chapter when he's at Arizona State is it's kind of a riot. You know, it's sort of like Animal House meets Follow the Sun, and you know, reliving his U.S. Amateur victory and the 1991 Walker Cup. Like, there's just really colorful stuff there. So it, it was a, it was a blast to go through and kind of excavate the, the old history of, of Phil. 
Well, let me ask you about his time in Arizona State and being an amateur. I, I guess, you know, we, we started to see the first signs of what Phil Mickelson would be as a pro. I mean, he displayed incredible talent, but doing and saying controversial things while playing the game. I, I mean, you talked about in Ireland at the Walker Cup, he, uh, there was a ball hit into a crowd, and he says, that's not where you want to be because the Irish women aren't too attractive, and that got a lot of press. Was that the first indication to a lot of people that Mickelson may say things that would garner a lot of attention in the media? Yeah, there's there's always been some rascal in, yeah. in Phil Mickelson, and he – He's a mischief maker and a pot stirrer. And uh, yeah, I mean, that, that thing at the Walker Cup <laughs> became an actual international incident. Yeah. He had to go, he, he had to disembark from the team bus and, and film an apology that was being demanded by the Irish consulate. And <laughs> um, I mean, it's funny, but yeah. <laughs> in the moment, you know, he thought he might have like torpedoed all his potential endorsement deals. And, um, and inevitably, that becomes the key match in the entire Walker Cup. You know, mm-hmm. Phil singles, and it comes down to the last hole, and he misses the green, and he's on the short side on the downhill, hard pan lie. And um, he hits one of the greatest and most memorable shots of his career to win the match and clinch the, the Walker Cup in the United States. So, like, Phil's just always in the middle of everything, and he, he just loves to stick his nose in there. And, um, yeah, it, that that goes back to a pretty early age and obviously continues to this day. Now, as a journalist covering Mickelson for a lot of years, was he open and honest with you, or did he say things to get a rise out of people in and out of the golf world? Both. You know, I mean, Phil's <laughs> a master manipulator of the media, and he rarely opens his mouth without an agenda. And he's, he's always working an angle, working an edge, and, and so... Uh, but he's also fun. He can be playful and he has an extremely sharp needle. Uh, so everything he says, you have to take with a grain of salt, but um, yeah, I mean, he, he's, he's a great quote. Not everything stands up to the fact checking, but it's, it's colorful, colorful material for sure. Well, let me ask you about wh- what he says to the media. I remember one story you relayed about the Ryder Cup when uh, Tom Watson was the captain of the team. Mickelson had a press conference and discussed his feelings of how and how the team was run and how things could be better for Team USA. I mean, he casted it in terms saying, I- I'm not saying anything against Tom Watson is a bad captain. I'm just saying Paul Azinger did it better. And, and eventually a lot of things he was hoping that would happen with the team actually did come to fruition. Does Mickelson see the press as a tool he can use to affect change? Oh, one million percent. I mean, he, he likes to think of himself as an agent of change, as kind of this big strategic thinker, as this maverick, this iconoclast. And there's some truth in all of that. But, yeah, um, yeah he's, you know, the that 2014 Ryder Cup is interesting because he he did kind of throw Tom Watson under the bus <laughs> in front of the world at this, this press conference. I'm, was it was it fueled by personal vendetta because Watson had benched him? You know, definitely. Mm-hmm. But it was also Phil was tired of losing the Ryder Cup, and he rightfully pointed out that the whole U.S. side was was disorganized. There was no continuity from captain to captain, and they're kind of starting over willy nilly every, every two years. Whereas the the European side had had a whole plan and how they groomed and how they picked their captains and and their vice captains and. It put the U.S. at a real structural disadvantage. And so by by taking this very public stand, you know, Phil knew that he was going to create the, the controversy and the, the momentum for change that was mm-hmm. needed. And um, did it besmirch Tom Watson's reputation? You know, certainly. Mm-hmm. But, 
the U.S. has now won, after two decades of futility, that the U.S. has won two of the last three Ryder Cups, and it looks like they're probably going to dominate the next decade or beyond. And everything that Phil you know, asked for and, and got has played a role in that. And so uh, you have to tip your cap to him. He puts his yeah. neck on the chopping block, uh, sometimes for the greater good, sometimes mm-hmm. it's for his own personal benefit. But he, he's willing to put it out there where you know most athletes uh, and celebrities and even everyday humans just – they want to stay in the safety of the herd. So um, Phil's definitely, uh, he's, he's definitely not afraid of controversy. He's, he's not afraid to try and pull the levers of power to get what he wants. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. Auto Accident Help Desk is a marketing agency connecting callers with attorneys. Providers pay a fee for advertising services. I love getting my kids ready and driving them to school. But a careless driver can change your life in an instant. And insurance companies want to settle on the cheap. Auto Accident Help Desk connects victims with powerful lawyers. They fight for you. I called Auto Accident Help Desk and got help for my pain and suffering. Don't let an insurance company take advantage of you. Our attorneys fight and beat big insurance every day. Call 800-297-9766. 800-297-9766. If you've been injured in an automobile accident in the last six months, you owe it to yourself to make this free call with no obligation. We're available 24-7 to help you get the money you deserve for your pain and suffering. Auto Accident Help Desk helps accident victims like you every day. Call 800-297-9766. 800-297-9766. 800-297-9766. Attention. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, the IRS is cracking down by hiring 87,000 new agents to garnish your paycheck and put liens on homes and businesses. They can even seize your bank account. The IRS calls it enforced compliance, and now they have the manpower to get you. Penalties and interest on unpaid taxes compound daily. So call One Stop Tax Relief Shop and get the IRS off your back. They're experts in the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered. Call 800-353-2174. 800-353-2174. One Stop Tax Relief has resolved thousands of cases since 2014 and saved clients millions of dollars. Call now for a free consultation. Get the IRS off your back. Call 800-353-2174. 800-353-2174. Attention Medicare recipients and anyone turning 65. Medicare has approved new benefits not included with original Medicare and older Medicare Advantage plans. You may not be getting all of the benefits you're entitled to, including in-home aids, telephone appointments with your doctors, home-delivered meals and prescriptions. These benefits may be available and it's a free call to enroll. The new plans may also offer free eyeglasses, free hearing aids, free wellness visits, and gym memberships. Call the Medicare Benefits Line now. It's easy. Call 800-217-1797. 800-217-1797.
Find out if you're eligible for new benefits like meal and prescription delivery, in-home aids, and telemedicine. Some plans may have a $0 monthly premium or zero copays for big out-of-pocket savings. Not all Medicare Advantage plans are alike. The new plans have more benefits for many people. Call 800-217-1797. 800-217-1797. You're listening to House of Cards. Check out our website at houseofcardsradio.com. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishato with you. This portion of House of Cards is brought to you by SCCG Management, delivering technology-driven capability expertise and customer and business value to the gaming industry for over 30 years. For more information, go to sccgmanagement.com. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Alan Shipnuck, author of the incredible new book, Phil, a rip-roaring and unauthorized biography of golf's most colorful superstar. Well, speaking of neck on the chopping block, do you think this present situation we have with regard to the Saudi Golf League is just Mickelson doing what he did during the Ryder Cup press conference but taking it to a new level? I mean, do you think he's really interested in this new Saudi Golf League, or did he see that as a way to force the PGA Tour to make changes, like changes in regard to prize money, media rights, and money for the Players Impact Program? Because it it seems like he was trying to forced those changes, but I, I don't think he really thought the blowback would be this big. What's, what's your opinion on that? Yeah, no, I, I think that's a very good summary. Um, you know, Phil has seen, he's engaged in this sort of um, civil disobedience, you know, like yeah. the, beyond beyond just the uh, the Ryder Cup, you know, the 2018 U.S. Open when he smacked a moving putt at Shinnecock, and Again, was that petulance because he was playing bad? Certainly. But it was also a, a public statement that, you know, the USGA had lost control of the golf course again. And a lot of players were privately cheering for Phil because it really put a spotlight on them. the USGA had just taken the course too far in the setup. And so, um, you know, the Saudi seduction is really interesting because no one's going to deal with the Saudis if money's not a factor. And they're offering insane amounts of it. And, and clearly that's tempting to Phil. But you're right that there are these other issues at play and Phil's engaged behind the scenes in a lot of battles with mm-hmm. PGA tour over the years and he's rarely won and it's bothered him. <laughs> um, and suddenly the Saudis gave him this leverage he did not have before that. And, and so he was working both sides of the street very hard. And some of the things were just for, you, you might say were just in his own interest. Like if you could get a giant payday from the Saudis, but at the same time, he was also trying to, um, you know, affect change and how the tour conducts its business in a way that would have benefited a lot of players. So, um, but, you know, he kind of overplayed his hand. Because what, yeah. I think what he failed to really understand is that it's a Saudi Arabia is a very emotional issue for many people and especially most Americans. They, they did, you know, it's the birthplace of 15 of the 9-11 hijackers. Um, they did assassinate a Washington Post journalist who was a resident of the United States. I mean, they are bad actors yeah. on the world yeah. stage. And so Phil thought he was just being this cagey businessman who was, who was working both sides of the street, but um, the Saudis are toxic and their money is dirty. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he understood quite the reaction that people are going to have to all of that. And so, uh, and then the other thing, you know, for, for him to acknowledge their atrocities and to me and then sort of so casually dismiss them, yeah. you know, that was, that was shocking. But 
I think what really got him in trouble with the tour and, and his colleagues, it wasn't the words, it was his actions, that he was actually sort of acting as a shadow commissioner and in and, and all these secret dealings and, and helping the Saudis establish this competitor, the PGA Tour, because if, if the Saudi Tour prospers and they can get a big TV contract and they can they can get big corporate support and they can take some of the stars, all of that has a, a very negative impact on the PGA Tour. I mean, it's siphoning off money that would go to the PGA Tour. And and so in some ways, Phil's taken money out of the pockets of his colleagues, and that's why they were so mad at him. It yeah. had nothing to do with the human rights violations in Saudi Arabia. Is that he was he was affecting their livelihood, and so it's a really interesting um, issue that's still playing out because it, it, the ground continues to shift, and we don't know what's going to happen between the tour and Saudi Arabia, and it's probably headed for the courts. So yeah, uh, it's. And that's why I honestly believe why Phil's not here at this PGA. He was he's just trying to buy time to see how all this stuff is going to resolve itself. And if he showed up here, he would have had to declare his, his allegiance either to the Saudis or to the PGA Tour. And I don't think he knows which way he's going to go yet. So it's better to stay underground. And I know he's claiming in the press that his comments to you about the Saudi golf tour were off the record. But giving your account that you laid out in the book, it's hard to believe that Mickelson didn't know he was speaking on the record with regard to his comments. Do you feel he knew he was speaking on the record when he made those comments to you? Oh, one million percent. I mean, I had approached Phil three times uh, face to face and asked him to do interviews for this book. Mm-hmm. And uh, this started the 2020 PGA Championship and carried over into Pebble Beach in 21, early 21, and he thought about it and ultimately declined, which is fine. That's his yeah. prerogative. But um, then, you know, late in the process of me writing this book, his, his lawyer reached out and they made this offer for me to become a consultant for as <laughs> Phil was gearing up to take on the tour. And that was really quizzical. I mean, it's a glaringly obvious conflict of interest. I cannot take Phil's money mm-hmm. while I'm writing a book about him. It yeah. makes no sense. So obviously... I declined that, but it tells you, you know, they're where their head is. You know, they're 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 working, they're they're trying to buy hearts and minds. They're, the manipulation has begun, and so then Phil reached out to me and said he wanted to follow up on that and have a conversation. And given the context of me asking him for these interviews, and that I'm deep into writing this book, like every syllable he utters is going straight in the book, and he knows that. Yeah, you know, it, it, unless we come to some sort of agreement, and if he had asked to go off the record, I would have pushed back really hard because this is my one chance to talk to him for the book so for him to say otherwise was disappointing and it was false and i think it's revealing of his character in certain ways Mm -hmm. now some are saying that he got involved with the saudi golf league because he needed money because of gambling debts he also sold his airplane which is another thing people are starting to point to and say he needs money because of these debts in your book and through your research it was figured that mickelson lost about 40 million dollars from betting over a four-year period i mean one story you documented in the book was that he was in vegas with a bunch of friends who were heading to the sports book to place a bet and he told them they better do place their bets first because when he placed his bet that would move the line which is incredible i mean was that an exaggeration on mickelson's part or was that an indication of how much money he was throwing down on sports betting yeah, he was swimming in very deep waters. And, you know, the gambling's always been part of Phil's brand. Like, everyone knows he's a gambler. He's talked about it openly. And, yeah. I mean, he used to call him the Dan Patrick Show and give his, his football picks. <laughs> and, um, you know, he's been very open about it through the years. So, um, but the question was, like, how how much money are we talking about? And, and through my reporting, I was able to get a snapshot of it. And it's, it's a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, you're millions and millions and millions of dollars. And so... And that's just what we know about, you know, we don't know what we don't know. Yeah. And 
you know, he, he certainly made a, a fortune in his career, but it's not what you make, it's what you keep. And I think it's an open question, like how much financial pressure is Phil feeling? Because, you know, even in, in the breakup with Jim McKay as caddy, yeah. money was at the root of that. You know, Bones felt he was owed $900,000 that Phil wouldn't make good on. And, you know, the Billy Walters insider trading case, you know, part of that comes down to Phil selling these stocks so he can, he can pay back this gambling debt to Billy Walters. Like, if Phil has as much money as we assumed he did, why would he just like wire him the money? You know, why did he have to engage in these other things? And why is he not paying back bones? Mm-hmm. And you know, Phil just he sold Air Phil, his, his Gulfstream, which yeah. he loved like a fourth child, and that raised some eyebrows. No one ever saw that, you know, because he just loved that plane so much. And so, we don't know everything about where Phil is financially, but these snapshots and suggest uh, that you know that maybe maybe this, this this Saudi money is more of a necessity than we could have imagined. You know, I'm glad you brought up Billy Walters. I mean, it seems like a lot of the problems that Mickelson encountered with regard to betting and the stock market starts with his association with Billy Walters. Who is Billy Walters, and what was his relationship to Phil Mickelson? Billy Walters is a legend in Las Vegas. Um, he was really the first guy to bring computer analysis into betting in the 1980s and he had this syndicate and they, they were cleaning up in Vegas. And he was also, you know, he's the kind of guy who would, he would observe a wheel bias and a roulette wheel. And he would spend the next 36 hours cleaning out the casino and walk out of there with, you know, $3.6 million, um, which is a, a famous, you know, something that really happened to the Billy. And, um, and he loves golf. You know, he's been a regular in pro-ams on the PGA tour and he loves he loves to bet on the golf course. It was almost inevitable that him and Phil would, would somehow connect with each other. And they became friends. And Billy became a mentor to Phil. They became golf buddies. Um, but they also started betting together, and it was a mutually beneficial relationship. And then you know Phil suddenly had access to the, the mind of this legendary gambler who's claimed to have only one losing year across four decades. And then Billy got access to. Uh, Phil's channels for how he's placing the bets because Billy would have so much success he would sometimes get cut off and um, so they were placing these bets together but sometimes Phil wanted to, to bet something that, that Billy Walters thought was, was a turkey and he would pass but he would still place the bet because knowing it was it would lose would, would keep him in good graces with the bookies right and, yeah um, and but over time you know he's fronting the money and Phil was losing these bets and Phil wound up, wound up owing Billy a substantial amount of money into the millions and so that that was the bet he had to pay off, and that's where this insider trading case comes in. And Phil was never charged with a crime. It's it's a it's complex, and I lay it all out in the book. But he was adjacent to the crime, and so he was named as a relief defendant. And he had to um, give back a million dollars in so-called ill-gotten gains, which is my favorite term. Yeah. And um, B- Billy was charged with crimes. He was convicted, and he went down the river and. You know, he was sentenced to federal prison, and he always felt like if Phil had testified on his behalf, it would have it would have made um, a difference. Whether that's true, it could have kept him out of jail, we don't know. But Phil had made it clear through lawyers he was going to take the Fifth Amendment, and he was not going to testify. And so in Billy's world, you know, loyalty is, is the coin of the realm, and that was the ultimate betrayal. So he's, he's still mad at Phil, and, you know, Billy... It's in my book, and it's starting to leak out. You know, he's writing his own book. It's about his life, which is incredibly colorful, but there's certainly going to be some chapters about Phil Mickelson. Sure. And, you know, my intention was to write a very fair, balanced look at a very complicated person. But 
Billy Walters is not a trained journalist. He's uh, he's looking to get a scalp. He's looking for vengeance here. So <laughs> Phil is, is rightfully worried about that book, and I I think that's part of this uh, this this period of reflection where he's gone underground. You know, it, it, he's trying to sort out all these all these things that are swirling around him. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. For more than 30 years, SCCG Management has set a standard of excellence unmatched in the global gaming industry. From startups to established companies, SCCG Management and its team of experienced leaders help each of their clients navigate the ever-changing, fast-moving business of gaming in all its forms. Sports betting, iGaming, eSports, casino technology, SCCG Management provides a global network to connect its clients with the right strategic partners for growth on a global scale. SCCG also works with entrepreneurs, providing capital and resources to assist in the development of new and innovative products and platforms. Whether you're looking to enter the U.S. market, expand your reach to other parts of the world, or establish your business in the global gaming industry, look to SCCG Management for the guidance you need. SCCGmanagement.com, expert solutions for strategic success. Some surprises are good, some surprises are life-changing, and some surprises can be financially devastating. That's why you need 210 Homebuyer's Warranty. 210 Homebuyer's Warranty covers critical systems like your heating, cooling, and water heater, and appliances like your fridge from breakdowns caused by routine use, because something will break down right when you need it most. A refrigerator breakdown can cost over $1,200 to replace, with 210 as little as $85. Water heater breakdown nearly $1,800, with 210 as little as $85. AC breakdown, $2,500, with 210 as little as $85. I enjoy knowing that any issues I may have with my home will be taken care of. Everything was handled professionally. The response and service is always timely and professional. No matter the age of your home or appliances, a home warranty service agreement from 210 Home Buyers Warranty can help reduce your financial stress. Call 800-683-1116. 800-683-1116. 800-683-1116. Call now to get two months free. House of Cards is brought to you by BetMGM Casino. Play your favorite casino games at BetMGM Online Casino. Slots, table games, live dealer games, everything you love about Atlantic City and Vegas, all online at BetMGM. Go to BetMGM Casino, create an account using our promo code TURNPIKE, and become a verified player. New players get $25 free when signing up, plus a first deposit bonus up to $1,000. That's promo code TURNPIKE at BetMGM.com for a 100% deposit match up to $1,000 plus $25 free. Must be 21 years or older to place a bet. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to House of Cards. Your Majesty, the royal wrestlers await. I'll bet on the little guy. How much? 3,000 guineas, two geese, and a duck. That's a foul bet.
Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishato with you. House of Cards is brought to you by Drizzly, your online liquor store. Available in over 95 cities across North America, Drizzly offers a huge selection and competitive pricing with a side of personalized content. Now there's no need to leave the house. Get alcohol delivered in less than an hour by Drizzly. Head on over to drizzly.com and order today. And now get $5 off your first order of $20 or more when using promo code DRINK19 at checkout. Shop beer, wine, and liquor with drizzly.com. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Alan Shipnuck, author of the incredible new book, Phil, a rip-roaring and unauthorized biography of golf's most colorful superstar. You know, I found it amazing with regard to the insider trading case how close Mickelson came to jail time. I mean, if the case was heard at a different time, it was quite possible that Mickelson could have seen some time in jail if he was convicted. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And uh, it's one of the, in a life full of great escapes, is one of the biggest ones, you know, because mm-hmm. without getting in the weeds on this, it was, there was these two court decisions um, that kind of bracketed this case. And the first one came down as investigators were, were putting their case together against Billy Walters and um, basically said someone who's a second hand gets the information second hand, in this case, as Phil did, if they don't know the, the exact source of the relationship or they don't know um, the, where the information came or how it might be tainted, they can't be charged with a crime. And then two years later, the U.S. Supreme Court overruled that and said, well, not so fast, you know, uh, you're still culpable. And so, but Phil's case came due right in between the two decisions. So if it would come up before December of 2014 or or after December 2016 when these these two court cases came through, Phil would have been in a much more precarious position. So it was just, it was really dumb luck that these other court Mm -hmm. cases played out the way they did just as federal investigators were putting this whole thing together. So uh, it's it's a fascinating chapter in uh, in Phil's life and you know in this book. Another case that Phil Mickelson's name came up in is the case of the Detroit bookie Dandy Don DeSerrano. In fact, during the plea agree- uh, agreement in the case, there was a quote that said, "quote money laundering of funds from PM." Unquote. What was Mickelson's involvement in that case? Yeah, I mean, um, outside the lines, you know, they had, they had these documents that indicated that that. That that was that was Phil who had wired you know sent by wire almost three million dollars to this this gambling associate in San Diego and this guy wound up being convicted for for tax and wire fraud uh, crimes and he went to jail as well and so you know there's again there's that there's these really um, shady characters that are in Phil's life and there's a lot of money changing hands and so it does beg the question like how deep did the gambling go. Uh, we know a little bit of it. You know, some of these things have worked out, leaked out in court documents and, 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 and trial transcripts, but there's a lot we don't know. And it, it does it does kind of color this whole Saudi seduction. Like, yeah. um, is, is how much need are we talking about uh, for a guy who's number two all time on the, the tour's money list and who has, you know made a killing in the endorsement market? So it's um, it's it's a fascinating subtext. This whole book. You know, given all the these events and all the controversial things that he has said and done and, you know, what he continues to do, how is he viewed by the other players on the PGA Tour? Yeah, that's, that's an interesting question. I mean, Phil's always been the lightning rod, and, and some some players really respect him for speaking um, truth to power. Uh, he rubs some of them the wrong way. Some are amused by him. Some can't stand him. I mean, he's just a polarizing character and mm-hmm. you know all that's in the book you know I, yeah. I wanted to write a really balanced look at this this very 
larger than life personality. So all of Phil's philanthropies in there, all his random acts mm-hmm. of kindness with, with other players and, and fans, his mentorship of, of a lot of young guys on the tour. Like I was, I was happy to celebrate all yeah. Phil's virtues and there are many, but there has been a lot of controversy yeah. and there has been a lot of messiness and that's all in the book too. And, you know, there's a lot of voices from the tour and some are supportive and, and there's some detractors. And again, it's just, I think that balance was important to, to present to the readers and they'll make up their own mind, you know, what they really think about who Phil is. Well, I want to kind of end on a nice note. And one thing that has remained constant throughout Mickelson's professional career has been his wife, Amy. By all accounts, they have a great relationship. Given all his ups and downs in his career, what has it meant for him to have Amy with him throughout it all? Yeah, she's been his North Star. You know, everyone in the game loves Amy, and she's a very skilled, you know, de facto publicist because mm-hmm. he's just charming and chatty with reporters and everybody in the game. And even, you know, when, when Phil would play bad, he'd, he'd stomp away. Um, in his childish fashion, you know, Amy would, would give reporters good material, and so it, it helped soften Phil's image for sure. So, yeah, she's been a huge part of her story, and, um, you know, her cancer battle is, Mm-hmm. was well known and helped helped galvanize the whole the whole tour community and led to a tremendous amount of awareness and fundraising around breast cancer so i mean phil is polarizing but amy is not everybody loves amy and uh, so there's some fun stuff in the book about her as well well i knew this was going to be one of those interviews that i'm going to run out of time on i didn't get to the high points of his career i didn't get to his relationship with tiger or his caddy and hey there's even a story about the toledo mud hens in the book so uh check this out um but uh the name of the book is phil the rip-roaring and unauthorized biography of golf's most colorful superstar alan where can people buy the book is it basically everywhere amazon uh, bookstores it's out now right for sure yeah, I mean, ideally, there's like a local independent bookstore in your in your in your town you want to support because um, you know we're trying to keep those bookstores going. But yep. for sure, it's on Amazon, BarnesandNoble.com, anywhere anywhere you buy your books. And I I did read the audio version, which was really fun, and it, oh, okay, you know, brought a certain amount of passion to, to that. So if you like audio books, I think that's a good listen. Um, but yeah, it's pretty much everywhere at this point. Alan Shipnuck, author of Phil, the rip-roaring and authorized biography of golf's most colorful superstar. Thanks so much for coming on and talking about the book with us. It's an incredible read, and I urge everyone to pick up a copy. Thanks so much for talking about it with us. Well, thanks for having me. It was a great conversation. I appreciate that. I appreciate your interest. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. This portion of House of Cards is brought to you by SCCG Management, delivering technology-driven capability expertise and customer and business value to the gaming industry for over 30 years. For more information, go to sccgmanagement.com. It's a casino. People got to win sometimes. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have a giant, colorful check to deposit. Bean the House is brought to you by BetMGM Casino. Play your favorite casino games at BetMGM Online Casino. Slots, table games, live dealer games, everything you love about Atlantic City and Vegas, all online at BetMGM. 
Don't wait. Join in the fun now. Go to BetMGM Casino, create an account using our promo code Turnpike, and become a verified player. New players get $25 free when signing up, plus a first deposit bonus up to $1,000. That's promo code Turnpike at BetMGM.com for a 100% deposit match up to $1,000 plus $25 free. Grab a lion's share of the fun at BetMGM.com. Must be 21 years or older to place a bet. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to another edition of Beating the House. I'm Doug Weishaddle here with Dave Weishaddle. We're going to be crisscrossing the country, North America, sometimes the world, to talk about some of the biggest jackpots that have happened in the casino and lottery industry over the past week. Press releases keep them coming in. We're getting plenty and more and more and more each and every week as we talk about the different jackpots of the different casinos, as a matter of fact. Yeah, that's yeah, great. This week, I was all set to do a, start off with a lottery story. Well, the big story was the lottery. Was it $1.5 billion won in Florida? And at press time, we still don't know who won. I'm not even talking about uh, the Not even uh, talking millions. about that one, huh? No, we had, we had a big lottery story that even surpassed that, that deal in terms of historic. Oh, okay. We have a history-making history, history one. But as soon as I was ready to start talking about that one, Las Vegas had to step in. We had Aria Las Vegas starting off our Beat in the House segment this All week. Right. Uh, Megabucks. The Mega IGT Megabucks slot machine hit okay, again. Okay, I've seen that one, yeah. This was actually a really, really interesting one. This is a new version of it. It's the Megabucks Gold Forge slots machine. Okay. This is at Aria Las Vegas. All right. We have a $5 wager paying off $10,159,321. Wow. $10.1 million. A $10 million win. Yes. Wow. Unbelievable. Still not the biggest this year. From a Megabucks okay. slot machine. We have back in July, a Las Vegas resident hit a Megabucks jackpot for 10488000 wow. So that's the largest this year. This is the second largest. So when you go into a casino, look for Megabucks. Look for, Stop look for, wasting your time and just go right to the Megabucks machine. Look for the IGT Megabucks okay. slot machine. <laughs> they seem to pay out. As a matter of fact, I remember when Megabucks first started the slots, when they first started distributing them, IGT, mm -hmm. it was a Canadian slot. I didn't see them too often in the in the United States. Okay. It's now all over the place in the United States, and they're they're kicking ass, I should say, with all these yeah, uh, payouts here. Megabucks Gold Ford slots. Wow. Okay. At Aria, I'm not sure if there are any in, on the East Coast yet. Well, I haven't seen. I'll look I haven't them. seen a Gold Ford slot Megabucks machine yet. Okay. So, but right. you know what? I again, you just said it too. I've never looked for the Mega Bucks because, really, we're just starting to see some of these jackpots kick out. Well, I'm going to start looking for the Mega Bucks. Yes. Two $10 million jackpots is yes. ridiculously good. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. For more than 30 years, SCCG Management has set a standard of excellence unmatched in the global gaming industry. 
From startups to established companies, SCCG Management and its team of experienced leaders help each of their clients navigate the ever-changing, fast-moving business of gaming in all its forms. Sports betting, iGaming, eSports, casino technology, SCCG Management provides a global network to connect its clients with the right strategic partners for growth on a global scale. SCCG also works with entrepreneurs, providing capital and resources to assist in the development of new and innovative products and platforms. Whether you're looking to enter the U.S. market, expand your reach to other parts of the world, or establish your business in the global gaming industry, look to SCCG Management for the guidance you need. SCCGmanagement.com, expert solutions for strategic success. Attention Medicare recipients and anyone turning 65. Medicare has approved new benefits not included with original Medicare and older Medicare Advantage plans. You may not be getting all of the benefits you're entitled to, including in-home aids, telephone appointments with your doctors, home-delivered meals and prescriptions. These benefits may be available and it's a free call to enroll. The new plans may also offer free eyeglasses, free hearing aids, free wellness visits, and gym memberships. Call the Medicare Benefits Line now. It's easy. Call 800-217-1797. 800-217-1797. Find out if you're eligible for new benefits like meal and prescription delivery, in-home aids, and telemedicine. Some plans may have a $0 monthly premium or zero copays for big out-of-pocket savings. Not all Medicare Advantage plans are alike. The new plans have more benefits for many people. Call 800-217-1797. 800-217-1797. Some people like knocking boots. How to do? While others get lucky. And some just get it on. No matter how you do it or what you call it, Adam and Eve makes your whoopee hot. With 50% off almost any one sexy item, just enter offer code BOOTS2 at checkout and get 50% off plus 10 free gifts, including free shipping. First, get busy with a gift for you. Shake the sheets with something exciting for them and hit a home run with a third item you'll both enjoy. Sounds like someone hit the sweet spot. Plus six free bonus gifts that'll make you say, about chicka wow wow. Adam and Eve is tapping that offer. Oh yeah. With 50% off and 10 free gifts, including free shipping. Use offer code BOOTS2 at adamandeve.com now. That's offer code BOOTS2. Boots 2. Boots 2 at adamandeve.com. It's a casino. People got to win sometimes. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have a giant, colorful check to deposit. Bean the House is brought to you by BetMGM Casino. Play your favorite casino games at BetMGM Online Casino. Slots, table games, live dealer games, everything you love about Atlantic City and Vegas, all online at BetMGM. Don't wait. Join in the fun now. Go to BetMGM Casino, create an account using our promo code TURNPIKE, and become a verified player. New players get $25 free when signing up, plus a first deposit bonus up to $1,000. That's promo code TURNPIKE at BetMGM.com for a 100% deposit match up to $1,000 plus $25 free. Grab a lion's share of the fun at BetMGM.com. Must be 21 years or older to place a bet. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
And now we're going to go East Coast. We're going to Virginia. All the right. Virginia Lottery. This was going to be the top jackpot of the show mm-hmm. until Aria happened last night. Um, we have Byron B. of Virginia Beach playing the Virginia Lottery online. He was playing the Mega Money Jackpot on the Jackpot Spectacular online instant. Okay. $1,817,588 as a Mega Money Jackpot online. Wow. The largest prize ever won in an online instant game in the United States. I'm impressed with the Virginia Lottery. I mean, there's a lot of winners in Virginia Lottery. I don't know what they're doing down there. But. They they have some really, <laughs> really good games there. And, and, and uh, by they the keep way, adding more and more. What's with the uh, Mega name any anytime a game has a mega in front of it we just had a story the aria the mega bucks yep now this one's mega money what, yep. what's the well, mega well, the just jack- look for mega the yeah. jackpot's called mega money jackpot right. the game is jackpot spectacular oh okay yeah so the, i'm still just looking for the word mega anytime you see mega yeah you know hi- oh. it's hyperbolic or hyper or hi- yeah hi- hyperbolic hyperbole <laughs> Hyperbole. So uh, you went off the rails on that one. Yes, huh? I know. I did a little bit there, but anyway, it's early. Okay. We're taping early, so uh, we're now going back out to Nevada. We're going to win Las Vegas. We got another big jackpot to talk about there too. All right, uh, out of state visitor at the win Las Vegas just won on a seven hundred and fifty dollar bet. Panda Magic slot one million. Six hundred fourteen thousand seven hundred fifty dollars and nine cents. Panda Magic. On it was on. 11 a.m. in the morning. Wow, okay. Yes. Well, uh, you don't normally see too many. He had a good many. rest of the day. Well, you know what? That could have been the end of his day. That's true. It's yeah, Vegas. They true. could be out all night doing you this stuff. You know what? Have, a, have a good lunch and take a nap. Or, or have a like great that. dinner. Yeah. If, if it's the end of your day, it's dinner. So you yeah. go to bed after that. But uh, 11 a.m. in the morning, 1.6 million. I remember that name, Panda Magic. We had that one time before. Yeah, it's paid out in the past yeah. before. I don't know if it was the same uh, casino, Win Las Vegas. We don't normally hit Win Las Vegas right. too often. Matter of fact, Win is kind of interesting. It's very rare you see them announce a jackpot. Really? Yeah, they okay. have a lot of high rollers there. Now they're starting to do more media releases on the jackpots. But be- prior to you know maybe a couple of months ago, they weren't releasing too many uh, jackpot announcements. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting that they're doing more and more now. Uh we're going to flip back over to the East Coast again. We're going to Boston. Right. Actually, Everett. Yes, Everett. Everett. Everett, Massachusetts. It's just north of Boston. Yes, it's Encore Boston Harbor. Yes. so Encore Boston Harbor Resort. They, they share a harbor yes. with Boston. Yes. Although Boston is like, like I don't know, is it even a mile to the city line from Everett to uh, from yeah, the it's, casino it's about, to yeah, it's about Boston? It's I don't about know. That. Yeah. I mean, you got to cross a bridge anyway. So. Do you really? Yeah, yeah you got to go over the uh, yeah. Zakem Bridge. Yeah. Uh, and then you got to take some weird route, Route 99 off the bridge to get yeah. to it. So, uh, But we're going to Encore Boston Harbor. We have a quick uh, hit here. We have a $735,604 jackpot playing blackjack with a $5 Super 4 side bet. Always do the side bet. That's where the big money is. All these table games, just yeah. do the side bet. You know, the pie gal poker, the uh, blackjack where you can do your side bet things, and the, uh, you know, all the other games that have side bets. Do the side bet. It's worth it. Yeah, it always kicks in. Yeah. You know, every, every so often, you know, if you feel the urge, if you got the five bucks to trigger it, I mean, this one was a $5 bonus bet. Yeah. You know, some are a dollar, 
take a look at the table game you're playing because they range in value from different table games. Uh, this was Super 4 Blackjack, so we've seen that before, too. Matter of fact, it's, uh, it's over in the live casinos in Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. It's in a whole bunch of different places, but that always pays out pretty well. Uh, we're now going to the Seneca Allegheny Resort and Casino for a jackpot. Okay. We haven't done one from Seneca Allegheny. Where exactly are they? New York. New York. Okay. Yes. I mean, where in New York? I mean, the kind of the Niagara region kind of no, thing? No, no. They're a little further. I mean, we when we were doing House of Cards, we worked with Seneca oh, in okay. uh, Olean, New York, which is right oh, over the border oh, okay. from okay. Pennsylvania. Yeah, okay. So uh, they're in that area. They're like in the central Pennsylvania okay. kind of area. I remember Olean. Olean, New York. Olean, yes. New York. Uh, or Olean, depending on how you want to pronounce it, looking at the well, spelling. Is, is, is it Olean? It's Olean. Okay. It's Olean. O-L-E-A-N. Yeah. Olean. I, I remember they... I had to do the uh, the hits for you're listening to House of Cards on blah 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 only in New York. Yep. Okay. Uh, we've got a five hundred and forty six thousand three hundred eighty nine dollar jackpot playing a dollar Wheel of Fortune Ultimate Sevens slot machine. Okay, that's one of the many versions of Wheel of Fortune. One of right? the two hundred versions. Wow, two hundred. There, there are wow, over two hundred okay. versions of it, and All now right. they have their own casino as well. Yes, they have their own online branded casino yeah. in New Jersey. Right now, it's only in New Jersey, but they are expanding yeah. that. It looks yeah. like maybe Pennsylvania may be next for the Wheel of Fortune online casino. Don't okay. know yet, but that's right now. It's just in New Jersey. Actually, it's a very cool casino. If you, it's not just Wheel of Fortune games. There's I see, other the, games I on see there. the ads for it, but you know, I haven't. You tried can't it miss yet. those ads. Oh, it's yeah, got no. uh, was a Vanna White in it. Yeah, Vanna yeah. White. She's the face of Wheel of Fortune online casino in New Jersey. Well, she, uh, this this uh, resident it was a local uh, from Bath, New York. Uh, won the jackpot. She hit three Wheel of Fortune symbols on the pay line, which brought the wide area progressive jackpot into play. Mm -hmm. The wide area progressive jackpot links machines at casinos across the entire region, all the Seneca casinos. Okay. There's at least four or five of those. All right. So uh, combined prize pool, creating a larger jackpot. She hit it and got the $546,000 jackpot. Wow. Now we're going back out to Nevada. I'm getting whipped. Where, where, going back we're and jumping forth. all over the place. Well, I, I usually put them in descending order of oh, you, value. Oh, you there's a value. Yeah, there. there's a method to my oh, madness. Okay, here, so. all right, all right. Uh, we're going to Caesar's Palace, and I think I said this last week too. Every time we do a Caesar's Palace story, it's two jackpots. Oh, you got two? Oh, they come in pairs. They in come Caesar's? in pairs all of a sudden. Okay. I don't understand it myself, but we we know everyone knows Caesar's Palace is celebrating their fifty seventh anniversary. As a matter of fact, August fifth was the actual date of their 57th oh, anniversary. Okay. That day, a player was in the casino celebrating his own anniversary. He was celebrating a wedding anniversary. Wow. Uh, he hit a royal flush on Ultimate Texas Hold'em at approximately 1 a.m. on the on August 7th, two right. days after the actual casino anniversary. All right. $242,467. Wow. Happy anniversary. Yeah, that's a, that's a great anniversary present. Day after that. We've got a lucky player playing uh, video poker, $100,320 jackpot. Wow. And it, this was at 8 p.m. on a Tuesday night. Okay. So we have, it's always a pair. Yeah. No, it's, it's always comes in. Good. Hey, that's great. Good for uh, Caesar's Palace. Yes. Now we're going back out to the East Coast. Okay. We got a pair of live casinos mm -hmm. uh, in, in Pennsylvania. I bid to the one in Philly. Yep. So that's fun. Well, we got a pair of jackpots, one in Philly, one in Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. 
Uh, we got, we're going to start off in Pittsburgh first. We're looking at the Huff and More Puff slot machine. We've got a $140,000, $795 jackpot. It's a grand progressive, uh, which means it links to a whole bunch of different machines in the casino, as well as some of the other casinos that live runs in the state. So wow. there's okay. actually a, a, a mini casino too by live, I think. I have not yet been to a mini casino. The, the, what we're talking about here for people listening out there is um, uh, Pennsylvania has a law where you can have a mini casino, mm-hmm. which is a, a lot smaller than the actual resort style casino. So I have not been to one of the mini casinos yet. Well, we're going over to Live Casino Philly now. Mm-hmm. This is not one of the mini casinos. No, this one. This one's the big one. This is a this is a good one here. <laughs> it's the biggie. Yeah. Uh, this isn't a hundred thousand dollar jackpot. I usually try and cut it off at a hundred thousand, but I figured this was something to throw in anyway. We have a dollar seventy six spin, a dollar seventy six dot one dollar seventy six cent bet. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, on a penny slot machine, which was part of a new uh, reward slot program. All right. Uh, you know, guarantees winners from fifty thousand to a hundred thousand dollars for rewards club members. Really? Okay. Yeah, it, it's it's an ongoing promotion. I have, I have a doing. I have a rewards yep. card from uh, Live Casino Philly, so maybe I should go there. Okay, so how much do they win with a dollar seventy six? We have a patron, uh, Ancelay. I don't know how to pronounce the name. I'm sorry, Ancelay T. Okay, that's her last initial T. Right. Uh, she was the very first winner of the Giant Jackpots promotion. Wow. Okay. Dollar uh, seventy six bet. Ninety-seven thousand four hundred two dollars. Wow, nice. But it was the first win under this new program. Okay, so right. congratulations both to the player and live. I gotta check it out because it, it's it's a very it's very close to us. Yes. It's in Philadelphia, so you know I have a card, and so maybe I'll try it. It's, and I'll do a dollar seventy-six spin in honor of uh, the first winner here. And we got a couple press releases. As a matter of fact, one because of the very first story is now kind of obsolete. But I'm going to do it anyway because I have it in my notes. All right. We got Boyd Gaming in Nevada. All right. Uh, in the month of July, $32 million in jackpots handed out. Wow. In Nevada casinos only for, Bo- for okay. Boyd. All right. Now we have the IGT press release. IGT always releases some of the numbers regarding the Wheel of Fortune and Megabucks okay. slot machines. This was before this and guy we ha- And we had some jackpots yeah. for those uh, Wheel of Fortune and Megabucks Well, well this this, re- this release was put out before this guy hit over at Aria. Right. So it's not included in this. We've got the... We've got the Mega Bucks slot winner in July seventh for ten million four hundred eighty eight thousand, which I mentioned. Yeah, uh, playing Mega Bucks Double Diamond Deluxe at Cannery Casino Hotel. That was that was not in Aria; it was in Cannery Casino. Okay, so that that was the first ten that's the ten million dollar record one. Yeah, that's the record. Okay, and then we have on July twenty fourth a Wheel of Fortune slots player won one million two hundred eighty six thousand playing Wheel of Fortune Red Hot Sevens. Okay. At Michael Gaughan's airport slots at Harry Reid International Airport, which we covered. Okay. Uh, the $10.4 million, according to the press release, and I think we mentioned this, uh, was the second largest megabuck jackpot slot win in this year. The ten point four was the was not the biggest. Wow. Okay. Was the, I didn't know that. So. In April, megabuck slot player, and I believe we had this one covered too. Okay. Uh, by the name, I think it was Jesus C. Okay, yeah. Fourteen million five thousand five million, you know, and change. Wow, that's a lot of money there. Yep, that was at Atlantis Casino Resort and Spa in Reno. Mm-hmm. Oh no, you know what? I just realized that's not the one. Jesus C was the ten four. 
Okay. The the fourteen was the the woman waiting for a cruise. Oh, okay. The, or, or the cruise was canceled. I remember that story. The cruise was canceled, so she ended up playing slots. All right. And she ended up winning fourteen million. Wow. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's the cruise one. That that's why that one stuck out in my head. Okay. I had a little note here with a with a CR next to it. I'm I'm wondering what the hell that was. I have my notes. I'm reading my notes as I'm doing this, and it says cruise. It's cruise. Okay. That's All the right. cruise uh, winner. Uh, and also Wheel of Fortune, according to IGT, eleven hundred millionaires so far, and awarded three point five billion dollars in jackpots since their launch in nineteen ninety six. Wow. Okay. That's how old that 96. brand is. Ninety six. All right. That's wow. how old that brand is. Wow. So uh, that's it for this week. I mean, we had a lot of good winners here. Yeah, we had a bunch of them. Yeah. Um, press releases keep them coming in, getting more and more each week. Uh, congratulations to all our winners, hundred thousand dollars or more we covered this week, but you know, there are a lot of other winners out there that are a hundred thousand dollars. Congratulations to all of them as well. Well, that'll do it for us this week. I'll see you next time on house of cards. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.